0: Bienvenue à Dice in a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by Baked Goods. My name is Joshua Gould, I am your dungeon master and I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. That's right, mummy used to make me do the little lad dance. Oh. I'm joined today by a slice of homemade cheese and tomato bread. I say it's homemade. I just added water to a one of those packet mixers. It looks like a small bag of flour, but it says cheese and tomato on it. So you just mix it up, you knead it, you prove it, you bake it, and... That's kind of homemade. It's like half homemade. I don't know.
1: You
2: do all the hard work.
1: You do all the hard bits. Yeah, Yeah. you you just had the ingredients pre-mixed for you, but everything else, all the love. (laughs) The love,
0: the elbow grease. Yeah. All the
1: risk. (laughs) Yeah, the risk.
0: (laughs) I had to cook it, which I think is is the danger danger side of it. It's really good. It's really good warm. Good to toast it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it does make good toast. Put some butter on it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
3: Is there any more effort? In this than a microwave meal because that really determines whether you made it or not. Oh, uh, there is more yeah. effort than a microwave
0: meal. there
2: we meal. go. There, there we was go. proving and waiting for it and had all to put that, it in the stuff.
0: airing cupboard.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Did I ever tell you guys about my great uncle who spent um, the Second World War in a prisoner of war camp being a baker? No. no. Yeah, he was um, a German. I think maybe it was World War One. It might have be been World War One. But he was a German baker and he was travelling the world, going to different countries to learn how to bake. Huh. you know, in all the different countries. Um, and he was in England. At the time of the war. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to know why this German guy had come to England. And he said to learn about your baking. And of course they didn't believe him. Um, So he spent the entire war on the Isle of Man where it would have been turned into a whole prisoner of war camp the whole island wow and uh, he just got to live life as a baker in this little community that was a prisoner of war camp that's so it must have been World War I because it was quite relaxed
0: that, that's <laughs> very, genuinely very very interesting isn't it just that's very cool his
3: wartime papers say that he was uh, imprisoned for being a spy and he was very proud and used to show it off to people after he got out <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I think is so
3: human and nice that
0: is very, that is very human yes
3: so who are you oh <laughs> I'm Alice and I play Hendrix. And uh, my slice today is a little bit um, Mexican. Yeah, yeah. ish. It's mildly Mexican. We've got some toast with some refried beans on it. We've got a bit of cream cheese, got some jalapenos. Getting a
2: bit of (laughs) flavour. That's just so hot. Those jalapeno peppers, I can't put anywhere near my being they just melt my mouth it's so hot yeah the Alicia's a delicate eater I am a very sensitive soul it's true (laughs) we are
1: a predominantly meat and spices household and that does not agree with Alicia yeah
2: I'm a
0: predominantly
1: (laughs) vegetarian unspicy person
0: vegetables and dairy for (laughs) Alicia
2: (laughs) you just give me cheese and pasta and I'm happy like I'm so easy to please but people try and do nice things and I really appreciate it but you wish we'd stop 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 trying to help you stop trying to be nice
1: (laughs) well hi my name Jazz and I am joining Alice on this uh, Mexican-ish dish. Uh, which I remember we uh, we learned this from a woman at our church back when we were like 16, yeah. And we've been chasing this high of this little like <laughs> snack that yeah. our entire lives it's so like simple, yeah. But she just made it really well. We were like, oh, that refried beans and, and soft yeah, cheese, yeah. She did it on like a fresh Ooh. loaf, whereas we've we've done it on on toast, joy of bringing share lunches, yeah. It's a good place to. <laughs> grab some some interesting recipes is at at a uh, church bring and share. <laughs> yeah.
0: The church, come for the religion, stay for the snacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I also um yeah, I play Skylar. Oh yeah. <laughs> I realized that yeah. I forgot to say, but I'm I'm kind I'm kind of hoping that by now listeners have been along on this journey for a while that they recognize my voice.
0: Some people just listen at the most recent episode.
1: It's true. Okay, well, for all those people who have just shown up to the party, hi there, I'm Skylar. And if you've only just
0: shown up, you're a psychopath.
1: But also welcome, please stay. And also welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah, also welcome, please stay. Send us money. <laughs> that is not
3: compulsory. <laughs>
2: uh, hi, my name is Alicia and I play Tala and I joined Josh this week on being good at baking but also being lazy and using one of the bags. So I did one of my famous ginger cakes out of a bag and I put lots of icing on it, possibly too much. Um, but it was delicious and it hit the spot. So we had bread from a bag and cake from a bag because we we're a classy household. Yeah,
1: I'm tempted yeah. to actually be lazy and go and get one of these box honestly ones. they're
2: delicious like they are very good cakes it's it's worth a go what i will say as well speaking of baking there'll already be a couple of episodes out Ooh, i imagine by will. the time this is released mm. yes but we have started doing a little mini project alongside the podcast it is called dice and an extra slice and it is us reviewing the episodes of bake off because there's a new season of bake off which we're all really excited about and it's good fun. So if you like Bake Off and you don't hate us, check them out.
0: Or The Great British Baking Show if you're American.
2: Is that what they call it in America, The Great British Baking Show?
0: The Great British Baking Show.
2: Okay, good. Because um
3: my longtime idol, um, Mr. Danny Elfman, film composer, mm-hmm. he said in an interview that he watches British Bake Off every evening. And he calls it The Great British Baking Show. And I thought it was, he was just showing his age. <laughs> thought he was just getting it wrong because he's a little
0: bit old now the the americans do call it that (laughs) hate it hate it hate it it. i'm just glad that danny's
3: not gone crazy so i don't care what they call it in america didn't you
0: meet him once yeah
3: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) met his whole family met his mum she said what a
1: lovely boy he was we had a nice chat that's
0: really nice What what a flex so skylar Why don't you catch us up with what happened last time?
1: So, last time, we were still in prison. Hendrix was facing off against the jailer when we realized that if Tyler put the visor down on her helmet, the jailer thought that she was one of them and then didn't bother us. So, we kept exploring the prison and found all of Hendrix's stuff, along with a book that told us something about a candle lighting the way home. We went and got the candle, but none of the fire that we had would light it. We kept exploring and we found a giant skeleton of this elf which I didn't know existed. And Hendrix got a ring of telepathy which was cool. I found all my shit and then we saw some more levers to turn and we realised that if we turned the right levers the colours would change. First we changed them to white and up the weird staircases we found some magic matches which were able to light the candle which burned an orange flame. So, we turned the levers once more, and they went orange. We went back to the weird stairs and found a strange room with a map of the world covered in some black stuff, which uh, didn't seem good. But the map had a small hole that seemed to be the perfect fit for the candle. So we put ours in, and all the black stuff melted away, and suddenly we heard a noise downstairs. We ran down and the doors that weren't doors now suddenly were doors and so we opened them and fell through infinity. And then we landed in a fancy bedroom and an elf came, not a giant elf, to tell us that I, Jacques Leblanc, was running late for the ball. So I guess we gotta get ready.
0: So, the three of you have landed in a bed. Some sort of butler has walked in and said, Monsieur Leblanc, you must get ready for the ball.
3: Hendrix leaps his feet immediately, pulls his jacket straight and just clears his throat and is like, oh, will that be all, sir?
1: Uh, yes, yes. Thank you for helping me try to locate my button.
2: <laughs>
1: I still haven't found it, but, but at least we know it's not... Fallen down the mattress. Thank you. Thank you. And and thank you very much as well. He and he nods to Tala. <laughs> Tala's so
2: bemused by what the what's happening here. So she just nods <laughs> and just like stands up. And it's like, cool, cool, don't know what situation we're in, I'm just playing along. You know when like someone's trying to keep a straight face and they're really trying
3: not to like laugh because mm-hmm. they know that they're in trouble? That's Hendrix's face right now as Skylar gives the explanation. <laughs> He's just like like a schoolboy in trouble.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Skylar just sort of gets up, and um, but last. He gets up last and um, straightens up and stands very neatly uh and is like i don't know how fancy people act but we're going with it remember your training
0: you are all currently wearing uh night clothes
1: like pajamas yeah
0: like a like hendrix specifically is dressed in like a Scrooge style <laughs> Scrooge Scrooge style nightgown oh. Um I think Hendrix uh, I think Skylar and Tala are both in like silken pajamas Yeah That's just the vibe I oh, have No,
3: so I was there pulling my pajamas straight like there you go sir That makes us look super <laughs> suspicious
2: I have to check this guy that's walked in Yeah Last time we were in the city we were criminals Does this guy look like he We we've met him before. Like he he knows that we're in the building. Does Um, he look like he's never seen
0: this guy Hendrix
2: and I? Or this
0: guy has big. I work for the LeBlanc family, and I don't want to ask any questions about what's going on here because I know what happens when you ask questions. Energy about
2: him.
1: Right. Promote that man. (laughs) I think he's already got a pretty high position. Yeah. Well, promote him again. (laughs) I just Tala's
2: standing here trying to work out like how the fuck did we get from prison. So now we're in Jacques LeBlanc's Like question. Skylar looks like Jacques LeBlanc. Who the fuck De Tala and Hendrix? How who have they fooled to
3: get into this building? Mm-hmm. I have the feeling being in prison one day and being in Jacques LeBlanc's bed the next day happens a lot
0: here. Yeah.
3: That <laughs> yeah,
1: still doesn't I'm help startin- us. I'm still startin- well, c- to get that c- c-
0: Certainly one of the
1: LeBlancs. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yet it still doesn't explain what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so Skylar's going to go. Uh Yes, well, wonderful. If you could have my clothes sent through for me, they know what I want. Nice. Right. The
0: the the servant sort of bows bows his head, and uh, sort of closes the door in front of him. He says, uh, "It shall be in your wardrobe, sir." And closes it in front of him.
1: Shit! Where's my wardrobe?
0: Hendrix and Harla, can you both roll me um, investigation checks, please?
1: That is a twelve.
3: That is a seventeen.
0: Um, Hendricks. That butler was just speaking Elvish, and you understood every single word of it.
2: Oh! <gasps> so sorry. Does that mean that my twelve? I didn't understand it, or uh,
0: you understood it, but you just you just I aren't realized. aware that you understood someone speaking Elvish?
2: I think it was just common.
0: Yeah, you think it was just talking.
2: Okay, perfect. Cool, cool. Just a guy. Tyler, did you also understand that man? Of course I did. He was speaking in Common. He was speaking Elvish, right, Skylar? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you understood him? No, hang on. No, I'm sorry. I heard what he said. It was in common. That was
1: elvish. I can tell you that was elvish. Skyler, say something in elvish. Je me fleu flee. I understood that perfectly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shit, so did I. Hang on. Tala's going to feel around her head to make sure that there's no like, no one's like cut into her brain. Smart. Uh,
0: As far as you can tell, Tala, you you have not had anyone cut into your brain.
2: Can we see our shit anywhere? Like... And where we're in our
1: pajamas, gear, weapons, stuff. We just cannot keep a hold of our shit.
0: <laughs> so, to the left of the bed, there's like a like a long chest, like an ottoman, mm-hmm. and all of your clothes that you were wearing previously have been folded neatly on top of it. Um, on the other side of the room, there are like some weapon racks, basically that have got your that's got Tormain, uh, Tyler's Trident, the rapier, all all of your all of your weaponry is sort of on the other wall. It's kind of hung ornamentally.
2: Oh. Is my crystal now fixed back into my trident?
0: It appears to be, yes.
2: Okay. And I assume all our bags with our, all our other stuff is just placed somewhere. Yes,
0: and everything's there. It's, it's like... It's like you were sort of taken into this room and everything you were you had was folded away and put in its right place Unpacked.
3: it's like um you know when people get abducted by ufos and then put back in slightly the wrong place oh, yeah. Yeah. like that mother and daughter who got abducted and then they went they came
2: back and they were sat in the opposite chairs in the car Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is, is this bedroom does it have any windows
0: yes one, uh, and the window is actually above the ottoman on the left
2: to where the bed is. Can I look out the window? I want to know if we're in that big-ass building with the big leafy yeah.
1: doodads. Petals, you mean? Yes.
2: <laughs> big leafy doodads. leafy <laughs> doodads. <Yeah>. doodads.
1: <laughs> Petals. You mean Same petal. thing.
0: <laughs> we English many describe so good. Um, uh-huh. You look out the window. And you appear to be above a great marble city, you can see roofs below you with sort of either white roofs or or metal roofs that kind of seem to be breathing ever so slightly in like the warmth of the sun and the wind as they move to adjust Mm. the internal temperature you feel like your own window moves ever so slightly every now and again as well
1: we are in the petals we are the petals
2: i assume are, are all the normal clockwork people still flying around and the creatures and stuff
0: yeah you, you can see the sigma series flying around uh most significantly
2: significantly <laughs> because
0: they're the sort of ones that fly around the most uh on the ground sort of it's quite small you're quite high up yeah you can see sort of other other ones moving around you think you can see some elven figures but you can't quite tell
1: guys i don't understand how we got here i don't understand anything Skylar comes over to look out of the window too and it's like what do we do we were in jail for 100 years right no, you've. I don't think we were there that long because you're now normal
2: age. I think it was just like a brain warp.
1: So like time is an illusion type thing. But
2: you all do remember it, it's not just I had a weird dream. Yeah, no, wow. I remember it. We
1: were there, yeah. Yeah, we were definitely there. Okay. But I think it must have been an illusion. How weird though, we're having a real like... I, I'm very confused about what age I am and how much of the world I've experienced.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that it was real but it
2: was just outside of time or something I think we're pretty certain that the city has been you know tainted right oh, yeah my. Mm-hmm. yeah Aye. okay we're still on that train good um Tana's Tal gonna like I guess get dressed and out of her
3: pajamas hmm? there's nothing else to do we've got to go to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> are my pyjamas dry? Yes. Great, that's nice.
0: What an odd Why question. Why would they
3: be wet? Because <laughs> yeah, Hendrix's clothes are
0: always wet, you know? That's true. That's Hend- true. Uh, Hendrix is always a bit damp, but these, <laughs> yeah. this this particular nightgown, very crisp, very dry.
3: I can see that would have been a weird question if you, yeah, if yeah. you just thought I was... That's just, fair. <laughs> without context, absolutely. Um, yeah,
2: but so <laughs> Hendrix is always damp, so it's very weird for him to be dry. Aww, yeah, definitely. Bask in it. He will. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of stuff in the room... Is there any wardrobes, like, uh, shelves? Is there anything we can, like, look in to see? Well, frankly, I need to find the wardrobe. Yeah.
0: So this this room has uh, only the window and the huge double doors at the end of the bed as a way of getting out. Uh, As with regards to stuff in here, there is a very simple bedside table that appears to have a candle on it. There's the aforementioned ottoman, and there are the racks with all of your weaponry hung ornamentally.
2: So no, no bookcases, no drawers in bedside tables where you might keep... A Jacques Leblanc diary. None no? of
0: that. No. Uh, oh, well, actually, the bedside <laughs> tables do have a little drawing. Open them. What's in them? Um, you open the bedside table and you see there's like a little book. It's it's sort of a red red in colour. Um, it's got writing on the front of it that you you can read and interpret. It's written in Elvish, but you can understand it, which is weird. Mm. Um, and it says, uh, Venta and Freedom.
2: Guys, I think this is like a Venta kind of scripture. Oh. What's it say? Do you reckon it's 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 the same as the normal Venter that we know? Or do you reckon it's been changed since things have been happening?
1: Maybe. Oh, that's too much for me to have to try and think about. I don't know enough about Venter to begin I with. I also I'll don't know enough. Check it
2: out and see. But I mean, it, it, Venter is changeable, so it's hard to tell, surely. But check it out and see if anything looks corrupt. Yeah, Tala, Tala would hand it to Hendrix because she she knows roughly what Venter's vibe is, but not nearly, you know, she's pretty certain on her one, her one god. <laughs> not the I'll one god. It.
3: I'll oh
0: give oh it a God. roll. What kind of roll are you doing?
2: Religion, I assume.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine, yeah.
2: I got a
3: 13.
0: 13. Uh, the, the symbol on the front seems to coordinate with Venter. Open up the book and it has like a, it's not like quite a contents page, but it tells you the sort of page to turn to to get to each chapter of this particular book, and there are five chapters, each labeled North, South, East, West, and Fate. Mm. Um, As you sort of flick through, you can see there's like mentions of messages being exchanged, like Venta being the sort of god of of messaging among other things, Uh, humans and and non-humans having their wills sort of shaped by her own actions, sort of things like Mm. that. Okay. Seems legit.
2: Do we still have our wristbands on?
0: Uh, yes, you do. Oh, It okay. Re- would
3: be better showing us to Pad and seeing if he thinks it seems legit because he's the inventor follower. Right?
2: Yeah, we don't really know. Do we think they're okay? How, how long do you... I mean, I don't know how long we've been gone.
3: I have no idea. Are we going to this ball to try and secure this smuggling deal or was that
0: a hundred years ago? <laughs> uh, you guys have no prior information of any sort of ball.
2: I don't know whether Jacques... Jacques Leblanc will be able to leave the building without going to the ball?
3: Mm. I think we've got to go to this ball. Before we got to just once we're working out what's going on, let's not rock the boat. So we've got to go Mm. to this ball. Mm
2: -hmm. I want to see if people Um, know who we are. I'm so confused. I I want to know,
3: are we still pretending to be his primary guard and his you know yeah. valid because he probably has a primary guard and a valid in which case are we just the two people he picked up last
2: night yeah because that's oh, a different yeah. I'm situation not, i'm not really
1: liking this <laughs> no
2: hendrix you know your new fancy ring I? do you think that's why we can understand elvish because we're connected to skylar's mind possibly oh i'll take it off and see
0: you guys picked up a lot of things in the in the jail uh, you notice that the ladle is not there. <gasps> Everything that you picked up in in the jail, you do not have on you, with the exception of that ring.
2: Ooh, Ooh telling. Nice.
3: So can I take it off and see if um, see if Tal is right. I speak in Elvish.
0: Yes, it's, it's, I don't know what Skyla's saying right now. Whoa. <gasps> oh,
2: I did wild. it. <laughs> You're right. He puts it back on. That, does that mean then that we can all understand the same languages now as long as you're wearing the ring and we're close enough?
0: While you guys, while one of you is wearing the ring and the rest of you are all connected to it, you can understand the languages that the other one <gasps> speak. Oh, provided fun. you are all reading it or are near each other to hear it at the same time.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm going to start having a look around, so I'm going to go over to the door.
0: You go over to the door. Huge, wonderful, ornate doors with a with a very highly polished brass knob.
1: Okay. um, Am I able to stealth to look outside the room?
0: <laughs> Roll me a sleight of hand check, just okay. to see how sneaky you can be.
1: Dirty 20.
0: Got a dirty 20. Skylar, you are able to creak open the door.
1: I think you'll find it's more of a <gasps>
0: yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's right. The the, the the creaking is is only implied. It's not heard. As you sort of able to open a crack in the door. Uh, you don't see anyone in the hallway in front of you.
1: Um. So I would now like to stealth and go and find my wardrobe.
0: Um. Actually, from your vantage point, vantage point from the crack in the door, you can see there is a door almost like right next to it. That has wardrobe written above it.
1: Oh, phew. I'm going to happily walk towards it then.
0: You do so. The door does not try and stop you from approaching.
1: Excellent. I go in.
0: You go in and you see in front of you a whole... You see an enormous walk-in wardrobe and like yeah. Skylar, this is bigger than like some of the houses that are in Oasis, the size of this wardrobe. There is an absolute extravagance and excess of fine clothes, all of which wow. are almost entirely white. Nice uh, at the very back of the wardrobe is like a smaller like set of doors for a cupboard. Ooh.
1: I go over to it.
0: Hendrix and Tala, are you following Skylar or are you slowly freaking out in the bedroom?
1: I found the wa- I found my wardrobe.
3: Okay. I will amble over because I still kind of half feel like I'm pretending to be a valet.
2: Um, and also, I don't want to wear pyjamas anymore. That's fair. Yeah, mm. Tala will Tala will follow once, once Skylar's in and there's no one in the hallway. She'll, you know, stay with, with her person she needs to guard.
0: Very well. Uh, so you're all in there. You all see these white clothes. And you reckon... All of you reckon you could probably get together an outfit out of what's there that can fit you and would look pretty good as well. Nice. Skylar, you go up to the cupboard at the far end of this huge walk-in wardrobe and do you open it?
1: Yes. Uh, oh, actually, I'd like to roll a perception first.
0: You may roll a perception check. She's
1: not going to get tricked by your tempting wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mimic! I've, fallen-, ah! I've <laughs> fallen for that one too many times. Hey, nat 20. So that is a 29 on my perception. Good lord. Nice. What do I see and hear all around me, please?
0: You're vaguely aware that your own consciousness exists only because a other being wills it to exist, and that when you're not being thought about you cease to exist what the
3: fuck you're just realizing you're a player character um, <laughs> um
0: that is me being facetious skylar in this wardrobe it. in this wardrobe <laughs> skylar you i mean the sound is like muffled by the layers of clothes um you can see that walking along some of the rails that are holding these clothes there are like these little tiny automatons the theta series i love them and occasionally they'll go along and just sort of Sort of mist something or spray some uh spray some starch on something oh, occasionally like one with f- a few too many arms will come down and, like swap something out you suspect this is this is done as the fashions change on such a oh, whim nice. like th- things are just swapped in and swapped out oh
3: that's good to know I means everything it. in here is reliable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: this cupboard at the end is made of a, of a beautiful wood really lovingly oiled lovingly carved you suspect everything was made of a single contiguous piece of wood Ooh, instead of being made of like several panels Skyler, you would know um just from your sort of natural background in oasis that
1: my survival your,
0: your, your survival <laughs> background uh, you'd know that some elves are able to like sing wood into certain shapes Ooh. um and this seems as though this cupboard has been sung into shape and has been custom made specifically for the purpose um there is a little tiny bit of script at the very bottom so they the the bottom of this cupboard sort of just uh, flares out ever so slightly with a small little panel that just reads mask
1: Ooh. okay i'm gonna open it and have a little lick Uh, what this mask is
0: you open the cupboard tiny little handles you sort of have to just pinch your finger and thumb just to sort of open Mm -hmm. it and it shifts forwards this shelf that's inside from being completely laid flat sort of moving upwards on an angle oh i love it you see three uh, intricately carved and beautifully made masks one um has sort of small ears and quite a pointy nose with with like some beautiful carved whiskers there's a hint of mischief sort of carved around the shape of the eye holes
1: oh Mm -hmm. sort of like a fox ferret. sort of like a ferretty
0: type thing there's another one that looks kind of slightly more aggressively feline and anyone looking at it would sort of recognize the the rounded ears and the sort of almost swagger that is innate with a lioness on this Ooh. mask. And then there's a third one that looks kind of, the best way to describe it is like an Irish wolfhound.
3: Oh, cool. And there's oh. a sense of wisdom and <laughs> sadness
0: in the eyes <laughs> uh, carved around them again.
1: Oh, fun.
0: Uh, Skyly, you feel innately drawn to the ferret, which is why I asked you yeah. guys earlier today what animals your characters feel most like.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so much Love fun. it, love it so much.
0: It. Uh, you deduce that these are masquerade masks. Yes, or possibly even masquerade oh, masks
2: I love it masquerade masks
0: you're the editor you make <laughs> it sound right I
1: can't <laughs> change your pronunciation that's not how it works <laughs> Skylar is like feeling a little bit Bad that he just wants to enjoy this Aww. he's kind of like I feel like I should be more curious about what's going on and I should question things and be more wary but he's never experienced anything like this and so it's kind of like if you get randomly dropped into Disney World
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: you're like I mean I should question why I've been randomly dropped into <laughs> Disney World but at the same time I just want to go to Disney it's, it's
0: not every day you get you get air dropped into disney world is it yeah,
1: yeah. so he's sort not of like day. i should investigate i should question but all i'm actually gonna do is pick out an outfit and put on this mask <laughs> and i'm not? just gonna go to the ball you know what we've it's, had a long century okay yeah it's been it's been <laughs> hell well, we deserve some fun yeah so he's gonna sort of look to the little automatons and go most fashionable outfit available, please.
0: <laughs> There's uh, some universal skittering um, all around you. As as what is presented to you is this wonderful uh, long white tailcoat, but the tails mm. don't end in two; they sort of flare out, almost blossoming <gasps> out into like Ooh. a fractal tailcoat.
1: <gasps> I, yeah. I love you it. You
0: are presented uh, with a with a waistcoat to go underneath mm-hmm. that, and it's got sort of lovely. It's all complete white, apart from the buttons, which are black to match the button nose on your mask. (gasps) Oh, I love it. Um, And on sort of closer inspection, it's got lots of beautiful, uh, intricate patterns that have been stitched into the waistcoat. Yeah, using I'm embroidery. seeing kind
1: of like fractal. Mm. Yeah,
0: that's the sort of energy there. Yeah. Uh, nice. Very very fractal. And you
1: know how you can get that sort of hexagonal pattern that's almost 3D yes. but isn't. That's the that's sort on of the vibe lining. that I'm Yes. That's the sort <laughs> of vibe that I'm seeing. But then yeah. the mm. um intricate embroidery is all sort of yeah, like fractal and mathematical. I yes. love it.
0: You are you are given a it's just a plain white shirt. Very frilly. Uh but but apart from that very plain
1: he feels like a princess and he loves it Aww, that's fair nice. uh,
0: and you are given a uh you're given like a, a necktie a neckerchief that has ferret motifs running through it that's Aww, so sweet that's so cute. there are also breeches.
1: yeah so he just <laughs> he sort of is looking at it for a moment and he just feels very sort of like yeah that kind of guilty pleasure because it's so far removed from what he's Mm -hmm. used to and he's kind of letting Tala and Hendrix do all the worrying for him as he scurries behind a screen to get dressed because he's very excited that he's Mm. able to get away with this that's very sweet
0: Hendrix and Tala while Skylar is getting ready and freaking out in the most wholesome, wonderful way possible. Mm. What are you doing? What's the thought? What's the vibe?
3: I mean, Hendrix is going to pick up the um, wolfhound mask and look for some clothes, but he is sort of, obviously kind of, the
0: cogs are turning Mm. as he does it. Uh, Quite literally, in many cases.
3: Yeah, he's like, we've got to find out how to find the others Mm. um that's my top priority second is working out what the hell's going on but the top priority is find if the others are all right
2: at least there might be people at the ball to get information from exactly i mean right now i think all we all we can do is dress the
3: part act the part find a way out and Mm -hmm. hope hope they think we're members of staff and Mm -hmm. not anything else (laughs) that's my other aim (laughs) as you
0: start looking through the wardrobe uh, you are sort of, you find yourself being constantly presented by the same sort of items of clothing.
3: <laughs> all right, wardrobe, I can tell you've got an opinion. Oh, it's been years <laughs> since I've had someone f- insisting on what I wear.
0: <laughs> and you are you are presented with like a, a velvet jacket. Well,
3: if the wardrobe says so. The, the,
0: the body, you know, the, the body and the arms is, is all velvet. The, the elbow patches, weirdly there's elbow patches on it, and they're sort of made of a white leather that you recognise to be kind of crocodilian. I
3: love the. It, he's kind of. It's kind of like he's going on the pull in the seventies. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hadn't, actually, hadn't even made that.
3: I've <laughs> my fetching crocodile elbow pads.
0: Yes, and, it's, and the the lapels are sort of like a silken material as mm. well. You've uh, well, given another very frilly shirt frilly shirts are in at the moment mm-hmm. you're also given some velvet slippers on your oh,
2: feet
1: oh. skylar you
0: have got some heels yes like I they're do. heels with a capital h hell yeah i assume
2: the slippers still have heels though yeah, they have they to, do right? they do
0: have heels they've got about got about yeah. a, a, an inch heels. Nice. Um, Skyla, your heels are about eight inches That's
3: insane nice. Hendrix is looking at your heels like uh, Slightly jealous because you're having all the fun Do you know what I mean Cause it's like-
0: um, You You feel Skyla, that you will be alright to move in them There will be no significant hindrance to your movement Other than obviously to your stealth Because the law states that heels Must make a significant sound when walked in mm-hmm. That's fair.
3: Well, Hendrix gets dressed. He's he's just sort of like oh, it's, 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 he's feeling quite in, he quite, he kind of in, he kind of enjoyed someone telling him what to wear. For, you, know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like you know, the wardrobe's not quite as um, loud about his opinions as my wife was, but it's it's still nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's not loud, but it is consistent.
3: Hey, oh, there's two thi- it's, There's another difference they have.
0: Tala, when you're here, Skylar and Hendricks have both sort of gone off to to get changed. There's little. Uh, folding screens sort of around the side mm-hmm. that you're able to sort of drop behind um tala the wardrobe can't seem to make its mind up about what to present you with mm-hmm. so you are first Tyler, presented with this huge and heavy looking like georgian ball gown mm-hmm. and it Damn. looks heavy and and you know by looking at it that there is like significant like bone work going on in there as well mm-hmm. and then you sort of pout a bit not like in a in a prissy kind of way, but just in, in like an unimpressed way.
2: She would just look at it and be like, that's too impractical. Yeah. it's going to weigh me down.
0: And then these sort of Theta series, they sort of hear like a... <coughs>
2: oh, I love them.
0: And these, these dresses are sort of whipped away. And then you're presented with a very sensible... Like, there's an implied pinstripe mm-hmm. to this basically, like, mobster suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, the, sh- the shoulders are big. It's kind of boxy. Sure. It doesn't look great, but it looks very practical. You feel like there's a lot of pockets in there. Mm-hmm. Would look good with a trench coat. Okay. <laughs> but the the Theta series, again, sort of see the... Not disappointment, but, like, no. In, on, <laughs> just on your face. They, again, they have this sort of weird... It sound they sound like an internet modem, you know, the the old sure. style dial-up. Um mm-hmm. and these clothes all sort of just like spin out. And then there's just like no clothes there. <laughs> and this little um it's it's basically like a basically like a tiny robotic spider, but there's a there's like a humanoid aspect to it, like a spider centaur t- kind of vibe. Sure. But it's very it's very small and it sort of skittles down on a bit of silk, sort of walks up to you and has like a tiny notepad and pencil and it sort of looks at you expectantly.
2: Oh, I love it! I love it so much. Tala's been to enough balls where she's had to dress formally, but with ability to still be able to do her job. hmm So the kind of dress that Tala would like, she would want a strapless dress, so she has full movement for her mm-hmm. arms and also then her tattoos are on show. Nice. Because you know flex the muscles and then kind of a kind of simple skirt she generally likes silk because of how it shines like water that's kind of straight not many layers with a long slit up one leg so that she can still move around if she has to she's Mm -hmm. not cut into like a tight like because it's silk it fits her form but because of Mm -hmm. the slit she can run around yeah and having seen the lioness mask she would also like one of those fur things that just sits on your shoulders and then clips in the front in the chest. A ball Nice. Mm. Mm. Nice. One nice, of those. Nice. So her arms aren't tucked into it, but it can just sit there. Yeah, because mm. it kind of, that bounces out the sh- strapless, but then it- mm. And if there's any nice. kind of metal, kind of, just to give it a hint of armour, kind of belt that can cinch around the waist before the skirt comes in, mm. that would be boss. I like the, <laughs> uh,
0: the little The little spider sort of taps the pencil thoughtfully on its mouth for a second. It doesn't even, like, scribble down, because, obviously, it, it's, it, like, this this notepad, you notice, it, it's made of metal, and the pencil's made of metal. It's so just, like, no obviously, it a, it's, obviously, like, a comfort <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. It sort of skitters back off, up into the rafters, and, and, again, very quickly, there's this flurry of activity as fabric sort of moves around you. And you're presented with what you have just described. Yeah. There is no metal. There's no metal cinching belt. You feel as though that may not be fashionable.
2: That's okay. Tala understood that. That's just still her her thing. Mm-hmm. She would just wear a fashionable but sturdy pair of heels if they can offer her fashionable but sturdy. Uh,
0: you are offered a... Well, you're not offered. You are given a uh, pair of platforms, about uh, about four-inch heel on the platforms. Cool. That's doable. I think that makes it two inches on the front of that. Mm-hmm. Tala, when you... Put these clothes on presumably you put them on yes when you put them on the entire dress and the shoes all begin to shimmer oh. and they turn blue oh
3: <gasps> what why oh <laughs> thought the fashion was white. Fuck! But they're also really into blue right now aren't they? Because that's why they all love you. Mm. Yeah, interesting.
0: Skylar and Hendrix, when you walk out behind your screens, Skylar, all the fine embroidery on your waistcoat and that fractal detailing, that's all blue as well. Fun.
1: Oh, is it like holographic? So it's it's, sort of... It's
0: holographic, yeah. Ah. And it pulses through as well. Blue hollow. And Hendrix, Your elbow pads and your lapels, they blue as well. And your, your, your little uh, slippers, your court slippers are, are blue as well. You look
1: like an ice cream man.
3: I am <laughs> such a geezer in my jacket with my crocodile elbow pads and my lapels. Yeah, like, oh my goodness.
1: Actually, yeah, Take I take back the ice cream man. You look like disco stew.
0: <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah, Hendrix, you basically look like disco stew without the afro. Yeah. I'm a
1: oh disco stew mixed with like...
3: I don't know some kind of dull boy I can't get over it I, <laughs> no, no. I have a habit for dressing my characters in slightly disgusting 70s fashion because uh, I love it I love yeah. it and I didn't this time <laughs> but I'm back there anyway and I'm glad <laughs> that that's this is the second time Josh has done this to me and I'm glad that I just have created yet another character with this innate need for the
2: 70s oozing out of him <laughs> does the fur thing stay white I assume the fur
0: thing actually adopts like a golden sheen to it Ooh.
2: Goldie White, pretty
0: and Hendrix. Weirdly, like there is just this faint smell of wet dog about you, oh,
2: and no. you you feel
0: in like an inside pocket like some movement, oh, and then no. just like <laughs> you feel crawling up your shirt and up your neck, and it just sort of scuttles onto your shoulder and then drops to the floor there's some of these goddamn ghost crabs
2: oh
3: yeah i'm back on my (laughs) back
0: back on your back on your crabby bullshit bullshit.
3: (laughs) yay i'm so Mm. glad that my mask has added a little smell of
1: wet dog to my already (laughs) stunning aura (laughs) um excuse me i think we're going to need to fix the aura that has a Accumulated around my manservant. Is there any cologne? It's called musk. or I <laughs> No, it's not. I'm
3: just a man of the world. I'm a man of the sea.
0: Some of these uh, little Theta series sort of just spring out from like within some of these clothes. And there's these little uh, atomizers that just pfft, pfft, around Hendrix. Yeah. And they've got little bottles that say ivory written on them. And they just Aww. sort of mist around it. But that, that weird funk still persists.
1: Oh change.
0: You feel you feel as though like like it, it might be a conversation starter. <laughs> it could make you kind of enigmatic.
3: Maybe it's in fashion. Maybe I'm the sexy bad boy now.
0: The <laughs> sexy bad boy. Did you did you guys see that guy? Yeah, I hear he doesn't shower. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you guys are are suited and booted.
2: Tala's gonna put her hair into a big ass side plait. Like Elsa Ooh, from Frozen. I'm gonna cool. look for some better
3: heels because these are less heels than <laughs> Hendrix usually. has. I need Hendrix bigger <laughs> slippers. Walking towards
0: shoes that have got higher and higher heels, and every time you go up to them, they're just quickly like whoop, whipped away and replaced what? with oh. an exact facsimile of what it is that you're currently wearing. See,
3: I said this is like this is this is like my wife. Wait, wait. <laughs> He looks at the wardrobe It's like, what is wrong with me having some heels? Is it not fashionable for a human to have heels? Is it not fashionable for a man of my age to have heels? What is
1: going on? Is it the jacket? Is it the jacket? It might just be that you're a manservant.
0: The silence in the wardrobe is deafening. Oh,
1: <laughs> I see. It's a status thing. I assume if we're all dressed
2: up, this means we can't take our stuff. Well, I'm certainly not taking Tormain or anything of the um, arcane ilk. <laughs> It just means we have to come back to the room before we can like I was thinking maybe if we go to the ball and things go south we can escape, but if we haven't got our shit, then we can't leave. I'm not leaving my pittons. Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not going anywhere without those, they're so damn useful.
3: To be fair, they've saved our life twice. (laughs) That's true.
0: Tala, you feel as though you could certainly like hide some daggers on your person and if you were if you were very clever, you would be able to like position your trident in such a way that it would look like part of the back of the dress. I was going to say, up. if I
2: put the trident down the back, but had like the trident prong showing at the back, would that just look like a fashion statement?
0: Kind of like Wonder Woman. I
2: mean, the metal was out of fashion, so... But Tala's also thinking if she's a guard, surely she can get away with having a weapon That's on true. her because she's a guard. But do they know that you're a guard just because we've decided to say you're a guard? Is that what they think you are? We have my wristband, so I'm clearly starved mm. somehow, aren't I?
0: Tala, mm. from your experience of balls in Nakoti, people have been known to wear like weapons on them Mm. they're not necessarily brandished but they've been known to be worn as sort of symbols of status Mm. there's an occasional duel that's thrown down but you know people do wear weapons on them very openly
2: i think tyler would would probably take her trident with her she's a blue lady she's obviously from the sea She's a god. It's your vibe. It's your vibe. Everyone take note of the fact that Josh has
3: casually mentioned that jewels occasionally happen by the way. Everyone just take note of that. Jewels always mm. happen at
0: balls.
1: <laughs> no one start any <laughs> jewels. <laughs> but I think I could get away with having moon tooth. That's
3: a status symbol, yeah. Definitely,
0: yeah.
1: Activating Tormain.
3: That's magic, right? I'll get thrown in jail for that, right?
0: Tormain's transition is it's not like a spell
3: so can i turn tormain into its rapier form and just take that with me
0: i i yes yeah that that should be fine as far as you can understand and as far as the dm is saying yes thank you um because if if all magic was like if all magic was bad that shop wouldn't have been able to sell scrolls and magic Mm. items Mm -hmm. and like you guys wouldn't be able to share your languages using the, Mm. the ring of telepathy
3: Cool. So I will turn Tormain into its rapier form, and I'm going to put that in some kind of makeshift belt. And I'm also going to conceal carry my pistol, please. Yeah, uh,
0: roll me a sleight okay. of hand check just to conceal carry it.
3: Thirty twenty 20 take my pistol with me.
0: Hendrix, you take your pistol, you make sure that it's got a shot in it, and you just put it in the lining, not quite in the lining, in the pocket of your jacket, and you feel the crabs sort of just take it in their eager little pincers. They're just like... And you feel as though it's it's been sufficiently pocketed. Like, I
2: know that I said no duels, but I'm taking a pistol with <laughs> Just one in shot in on it. <laughs> that's fair. And um, Tyler will also put on her her lion's paw scallop necklace that she has Cool
0: for her like wisdom it. saves. Lion and lion.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's cute.
0: I mean, w- what weapons do you have, Tyler?
2: Oh, she's she's taking her trident.
0: So you sort of take the trident and you, you very gradually, like, you get the handle sort of to go down the dress and it just rests quite comfortably at the very top of the dress Mm -hmm. the spikes do like come up behind you
2: like behind my head like a weird crown Fuck yeah, giving like
0: a weird crown frill kind of vibe Mm. when coupled with the uh, with the sort of fur on your shoulders it doesn't like rub against you but you're aware of the very sharp tines behind your head
2: (laughs) I I imagine this is not the first time Tala's (laughs) had to wear her trident within her clothes yeah sure is there anything under the bed? I realise this is a weird question.
0: <laughs> is there anything under the bed? Yeah. Now there's a question. Uh, roll me an investigation check.
2: Whilst he quickly decides. <laughs> oh, that is an 18.
0: While you're sort of walking around, you, you think to yourself, what is under the bed? Because you always check under the beds with Prince Marcus to make sure that there isn't... Uh, check the monsters. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, Tal has to uh, check for monsters. Monsters which, you know, actually they do kind of exist in the world, so that's a mm, fair check. Yep. Tal, you check under the bed and it doesn't seem like there's much under there. Um, The rug that runs sort of underneath the bed is obviously there. There is like a weird raised bit in the middle of this rug, as though it's covering something.
2: Can I lift up the rug to see what the raised bit is? You'd have
0: to move the bed, but sure. Yeah. You push the bed to one side, and you you move up the rug do you tell the others what you're doing
2: um yeah she would probably be like hey guys i just there's something under the bed i'm just checking Kay. okay <laughs> <laughs> just assumes you make sense <laughs> i'm posing
1: in front of the mirror um trying which side uh moon tooth suits best mm-hmm. i'm tying my hair various ways <laughs> hendrix
3: hasn't gotten himself looking nice for like a time out on the town since like date nights with his
2: wife
3: yeah yeah he's just sort of like uh, looking at how much older he is than the last time he scrubbed up nice Mm -hmm. and he's kind of having a sort of a nice bittersweet time where he's sort of sad about it but also kind of just like having some memories and stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of like in his head sort of being like see i still scrub up okay you know in his head to like to his wife in his mind and he's just having a little moment Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Tali,
0: you move the bed Mm -hmm. and the rug and you see a trap door beneath the bed.
2: I would like to try and open it.
0: There is no handle.
2: Is there like a, a, a hook, like, um, you know when they have a hole that you hook your finger through to lift it up?
0: There doesn't appear to be any way for you to get purchase on this to lift it up. You'd have to put something into it or, or use something to lever it. What
2: if I put a blade down? Uh,
0: you can certainly try. Roll me a sleight of hand check.
2: That is a 70.
0: 17. 17. Um, Tali, you sort of try and get, yeah, you try and get the blade of one of your axes to kind of like pry it open. Um, but this seems as though it's locked.
2: Okay, guys, there's a trap door here. Um, I can't really get into it. But, I mean, we could smash through it if we need to at some point. I'm not going to do it now because, you know, that would be suspicious for us. But <laughs> maybe for later we know it's here. Good to know, sir. Maybe this is how Jacques sneaks out. Ooh. Yeah, Skylar's going to go over to it.
1: Why can't you open
2: it? It feels like it might be locked from the other side, but obviously there's no, there's no handles or anything oh, this side. Oh,
1: okay, okay. I don't suppose there's anything that I any sort of role that I could do. It might like see your eyes and activate because you're Mm. Jack LeBlanc. Yeah, or voice activated.
0: Mm. you you look at it. It doesn't appear like it's got hinges. You can see the hinges. It's clearly has been designed to be opened from underneath okay. as opposed from on top.
1: All right. Well, it, it's good to know. Aye, mm. definitely. Do you move good to the know.
0: rug and the bed back in place? Yeah, of course. Lovely stuff. You move the rug back over this trapdoor and the bed over the rug.
1: Tala, Tala does put her stuff under the bed. Skylar starts looking a little bit anxiously, but in that kind of excited jitters sort of a way at the door and is like, so I I guess we're, we're going
2: then?
3: Guess so. Yeah. How you feeling,
2: Jacques? I'm feeling fun and we should keep an eye out for Laurange in case he's at the ball
1: all right shall we go hey Skyler, mm. it's
2: okay to have a bit of fun
1: he kind of looks a bit bashful and there's like thanks you're looking good you scrub up all right oh thanks you look good too tyler you look you look fantastic you're gonna turn every mm. head with your blue you're gonna steal you're gonna steal the show you to make a statement we make <laughs> a, we make a very attractive team we do all right well let's go uh, squad formation into this yes. party huh everyone wrong performance!
3: <laughs> performance let's do it again
0: oh hello welcome aboard isn't all this dancing absolutely wonderful and this place It's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Don't worry, there are no sentient wardrobes here, and all instances of temporal flux are unintentional and will be resolved shortly. Relax. And I think you should have a glass of punch. It's tropical. First, I'd like to remind you about the most ambitious crossover event in Norfolk-based D&D 5E content creation, which, granted, is a little bit niche. Wicked Slice, the long-awaited collaboration between us, Dice and a Slice, and Wicked Workshop, Wicked Slice. Join Lydia, Michelle, Nikki, Tom, and Alicia as they brave the seas of the chartered isles of Nortiska. Embarking on a brand new journey every Wednesday at twitch.tv forward slash RPG starting at 7pm BST. We've been having a fantastic time playing with that chaotic crew and I cannot wait to share all the adventures with you in the future. So catch up with Rico, Levi, Andy, Keris, and Captain Guy Captain. Make sure you visit twitch.tv. Forward slash Wicked Game RPG. Second, it's a witch hunt. Well, it certainly is if you visit witchhuntstore.com. Witch Hunt is a small boutique in the countryside of Ireland. They're focused on creating unique, beautiful, and totally giftable jewellery and gaming accessories inspired by their favourite tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons. They want to make accessories for modern, aesthetically conscious players, and they've just launched a Kickstarter for their brand new Dungeon Master Shaper of the Cosmos TTRPG Tumblr Collection, which you can find out more about by visiting witchhuntstore.com forward slash tumblr. If you're on their Etsy store, witchhuntstore.etsy.com, you'll be able to use the exclusive discount code Slice. that's D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, to get up to 10% off your next order. That website again is witchhuntstore.etsy.com witchhuntstore.com TTRPG Treasures Finally, do you listen to The Great British Bake Off? Of course you don't, it's a TV show. But do you wish you could listen to your favourite TTRPG players talking about The Great British Bake Off? Yeah, I thought you might. Well, make sure you're catching our weekly episodes of Dice and an Extra Slice, where we review each episode of Bake Off as it comes out. Perfect for a quick refresher before you go on to watch the next episode. Each week find Josh and Alicia or Jazz and Alice discussing that week's Trials and Tribulations in the Bake Off tent. We've released three episodes now, and the best part is you don't even have to look for them. We'll be releasing them alongside our regular shows on this very same podcast feed, so keep your eyes peeled for dice and an extra slice. Bake off, but better. And hey, while we've got your attention, why not make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Dice and a Slice, where we're keeping up with the trends and making all kinds of new friends. We'll also be running a few competitions in the near future, so definitely keep your peepers peeping for that. Well, that's all from me. And all that remains is for me to give a massive thank you to our Ko-Fi donors and everyone who's been using our discount code DICEINASLICE, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, with Geeky Clean and our new partners, WitchHuntStore.com. Not to forget Alicia, who's now actually editing at least two things at any given time. It's incredible, she's an absolute gem, I wish she would take time to sleep and eat and drink. And now it's back to the action.
1: All right, well, let's go uh, squad formation into this yes. party, huh? Yes, everyone, wrong performance! Wrong <laughs> performance! Let's do it again!
0: Uh, well, you guys haven't found the ballroom yet. Damn it! So you can well, walk we... out, of sky, uh, out, of, out of Jacques LeBlanc's bedroom looking incredible. We're going we're to um, squad
1: formation through the halls. We'll still
2: strut through the halls, but we'll save mm-hmm. for our big entrance.
0: Okay, um, so you guys leave Jacques LeBlanc's bedroom. As you do, you enter the small hallway that you've been in and you leave again through a second set of doors. You feel as though Jacques Leblanc has his own suite. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the suite life of of, of Jacques Leblanc. Oh. <laughs> and you step out into this larger hallway. Again, beautiful marble floors, huge portraits of people that have actually been carved into the marble walls themselves, mm. which is very cool. Um, there's heavy prominence of a lot of like the primary colours in a lot of these pictures as well and there's very few blended colours which could be interesting to some people. You walk down the hallway, presumably looking for telltale signs of a ball.
1: Okay. Yeah, listening yes. out for music, seeing other people.
0: Everyone roll me a perception check. Ten.
1: Ten. I got a 27.
2: <laughs> I got the best number. Plus five.
0: Hendrix, you're overwhelmed. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I, I I wonder when the last time Hendrix was anywhere legitimately as fancy as this.
3: I'm a never. I'm going to go with a big old never. Almost
0: definitely never. Tala and Skylar, you both leave Jacques Leblanc's bedroom and you walk down the corridor. You start to hear like drifts of music just appearing sort of just mm. like it, it just you catch little glimpses of it and you turn your head and you you know where to go skylar you've got this sort of hunting instinct to mm. latch onto noise and to follow the noise and, and to work out where it would have come from tyler mm. you have a good understanding of how these sorts of buildings are put together mm-hmm. as well and the two of you are able to easily find uh, the leblanc entrance to the ball before you you see a huge set of doors made of gold and silver specifically on the doors there are two footmen uh, one has a huge exquisite mustache that almost like curls around the size of his face it's almost as though this mustache was like made and honed to be part of his own masquerade mask Ooh, fun. there's another footman next to him who is very sort of clean shaven looks quite young has a sense of like wonderment in his eyes Mm -hmm. i presume you're all wearing your masks (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. and you approach and the footman uh, the one with the huge mustache says "Ah, monsieur leblanc welcome 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 young jacques and welcome to your two wonderful friends they are most welcome here
1: thank you he says in his best style accent.
0: You seem to have him fooled. (laughs) The one next to him doesn't say anything, but kind of like blushes ever so slightly.
1: As though no one's ever
0: thanked him before. And they both lean to the door and open the doors. These, These doors open in front of you and you see a huge circular ballroom with 12 total doors inside it. Within this room, to give you a sense of scale, there are easily a hundred people in here. And between each of the doors and sort of in the middle of the room as well, there are these tables that are just heaving with food. Uh-huh. Any kind of, there, are, you know, there are whole, like, ostrich-sized birds. There are various meats on spits. There are huge pies and delicate tarts and jellies and cakes and ice cream there are petty four as far as the eye can see a surprising (laughs) amount of patisserie you suspect this place has like the entire world's vanilla supply somewhere (laughs) in the ceiling of this room there is a, a lowered platform being suspended by what you presume to be some sort of rope where you can see a small band are playing up there is a harpsichord-looking instrument, a cello, a double bass, a violins, violas—all beautiful string instruments—and there's a, like, kind of almost like paradox, almost paradoxically to these wonderful strings, there's like what we would understand to be a traditional kind of drum kit. Ooh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But all the drums are are kind of metal, mm-hmm. and you know, it's got cymbals, and then the the bass drum is made of some weird metal that's been stretched out. Tara, you sort of. It has a similar resonance to a lot of the Triton drums, where they use the giant shells. Mm-hmm. People are milling about. People are eating these little tiny things. Some people have huge like legs of whatever this giant bird is. People are talking, mingling, having a great time. There's laughter going on. Um, there is some dancing as well. There seems to be like a specific quadrant of the of the hall that's been dedicated to dancing. When you guys walk in. Um, There is like a small flurry of confetti that comes out from over the doors. (laughs)
2: There's
0: like white confetti that just like flutters over you guys. And most people in the room turn to look at you. Ah. Everyone roll me performance.
2: Before we do our strut. Sorry, I will just say that as we walk in, seeing all the people and the confetti exploding, Tala instinctively kind of opens her palms at her side Because normally going to big balls, she knows that the kids would get a bit overwhelmed and a bit nervous going into such a huge space. (laughs) So she kind of instinctively opens her palms and then like is suddenly hit with like, oh, they're not here. And I'm not there. And there's just a moment where she's just a little bit sad and she kind of then, you know, puts her hands back kind of tucked behind her back. But she's just for a second, just instinctively is like, oh, this is overwhelming. I'll." I'll hold their hands for them. Oh, as as Hendrix just something.
1: reaches sideways and <laughs> takes-, <laughs> takes your hand. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> ah, I'm overwhelmed.
0: There's <laughs> so all much noise. Of,
1: all three of us just <laughs> hold
0: hands. <laughs> That would be so powerful.
1: But
2: oh, Tala, bless her. But yeah, sorry, that, that's a nice little sad sad, sad entrance note, that we Thou strut bless, in bless power, Tala, power yes. move.
1: Power <laughs> her, her, move. Well, Skylar stands there for a moment, feeling a little bit overwhelmed at the confetti. <laughs> Take Tala's hand. <laughs> and then he... Starts walking forwards with a dirty twenty.
0: Nice one. What about everyone else?
1: Talis walking with a fourteen. Oh, I've also got a fourteen. All right. We're, we're all, we're, I like how we always have the same role yeah. for
3: these
0: struts. <laughs> Is Skylar taking point? I yeah. presume so. Yeah, yes,
1: absolutely. The <laughs> absolutely.
0: The doors open, the confetti cannons blow this wonderful, gorgeous white confetti that on closer inspection seems to be petals Ooh. from some um. sort of white rose. Um. And then as these petals fall, they then like become blue Ooh. and everyone turns to look. And Skylar, you stride out in these impossible heels. Boom. And you absolutely slay the house yeah. down. You walk with so much confidence. And for someone who spends so much of his life stealthing and sneaking and trying not to be seen, Mm. you take this moment to say, here I am, world. Mm -hmm. But you walk with so much confidence and flair and, and panache and Hendrix and Tala sort of caught in the almost the drift Behind him, the draft of cool and swagger behind Skylar, you're able to walk forwards as well. Tala now realizing how uncomfortable having that trident there makes walking, Mm. because there's so much like whole body movement required for walking. And with that trident there, you're kind of reminded of how that movement works, but you're able to still move. Hendrix not wearing a big coat, you're used to like Mm. styling it out with a big coat, you don't have it, but you're still able to sort of match stride and, and make quite a big impression. And the entire ballroom, apart from the musicians, goes quiet for like a a crisp choice second as you feel eyes landing on you mm. and then Hendrix and Skylar, you feel the eyes drift from you mm. to this blue woman. Damn it. Stood next to you.
1: It's alright. I'm 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 walking in like I know I've bought the exotic, interesting it, thing. I think
0: that's exactly it. It's like, look at my new interesting friend. <laughs>
1: None of you guys bought someone blue. <laughs>
0: there is a murmur that starts in the crowd. And it starts close and then the murmur sort of ripples through. And then the murmur turns into a chatter and the chatter starts to turn into like applause and there's whooping and there's hollering. And then like this beam of light appears over Tala.
2: Wow. (laughs) That's an entrance and a half. That is so extra.
0: And there's like glitter in this beam of light as well.
2: Wow. Tala will kind of give a gentle, a gentle glow of the tattoos no full rage just like a little shimmer
0: tala uh, like 10 women and four men faint near you <laughs> and, and these are the ones that started off the murmur and then like started getting more and more ecstatic and then they just like faint from excitement just like sheer energy and excitement of seeing this they faint
2: Amazing. Tala's instinct is to go help, but then because so many of them drop, she just stays where she is because she's like, well, I can't miraculously pick up 14 people.
0: (laughs) Tala, I think you probably could pick up 14 people.
2: I know, but she doesn't want to then, you know, distract from, you know. No,
0: I mean like on a date.
2: Oh, well. I thought you meant as a barbarian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought.
0: Your entrance has been noticed.
1: (laughs)
2: Hell yes. I feel bad (laughs) for anyone else who chose then to come through their doors. I love that. (laughs) I love that for
1: us.
0: Hendrick. I. You notice that there are none of the Sigma series drones in here. They're the ones with the with the wings. Great. You also notice that there are none of the, uh, the Defender style ones, the Upsilon series.
3: Yeah, the ones that I don't like.
0: And you also notice that there are no Theta series either. There seem to be no automatons in here in this room at all.
2: Oh. Interesting. Good.
0: I feel like Hendrix <laughs> would notice that the most. Just because of his experience. (laughs) I
3: I, guess. And also, I guess, you know, Skylar is busy living his Mm. um, Jacques Leblanc life. Tala's busy living her Blue Lady life. Mm. I'm just kind of here. I've got time to notice automatons. (laughs) Absolutely. There's no automatons. Mm. Well, we
2: are telepathic now, so...
0: That is true. You can speak.
2: Guys, there's no automatons. (laughs) Interesting.
0: You guys notice, obviously, that all of the people in this room are wearing masks of various different animals. Um, You know, you see, like... Buffalo and owls and emus and wolves and all sorts of things.
1: Who's the person that picked an emu?
0: The person that chose an emu is wearing a set of clothes that seem to have a blue and red motif.
2: Mm. Oh, they must be from Mm. La Rouge family, probably. Mm. And the
0: more you guys look, you notice all of the clothes follow a colour and blue pattern with ah, all of them.
2: okay yeah 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 do we see anyone uh, from an orange family
0: roll me a perception check
2: that is a 14
0: as far as you can see there's no one from an orange family here
2: so just says telepathically can't see any
1: orange anywhere mm. okay
0: skylar roll me an insight check
1: Uh uh-uh, uh five dunno
0: seems like a great vibe Good party.
1: Uh, checks out
0: really, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, hey, it's it's a party. And like, once you guys have been there for a, for a couple of minutes, the music does strike up, the fainted people are taken away. Oh. Skylar, a gentleman, you presume, by the by the stature and by what is being worn, approaches you. He's wearing uh, blue and white. Oh,
1: shit, he's going to be family. Mm. Poking out from underneath
0: <laughs> his, like, house cat mask. Aww. You see, like, a, a well-kept beard, maybe two inches long. Okay. Um, seems to be wearing eight-inch heels as well. As oh, you, uh, nice. And has uh. a sort of jovial disposition about him as he walks over to you. What would you like to do?
1: Uh, oh, shit, I'd like to roll an insight. Am I able to?
0: Yeah, you can roll an insight check, absolutely. <laughs>
1: ah! That's much better. Twenty-two.
0: Twenty-two. Uh, Skyler, I'm not gonna sugarcoat this for you. Big Dad vibes.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> just act exactly like his son. <laughs> okay.
0: As Mark LeBlanc strides over to his son, and ah. he says, "Ah, uh, Jacques, I'm so pleased you could make it to the grand ball. It is, it is good to see you here. I, I thought you would not want to join us."
1: Yes, yes, I'm well. And he's trying to kind of pitch it at a, yes, dad, I'm fine Mm. sort of an angle.
0: He laughs and sort of slaps you on the shoulders and said, it's so good of you as well to to bring your new friends along. It is... It is good to see you both. I've heard so much about what? you. What? He's, he's got a big smile. The mask only covers the top half of his face. He seems very genuine with his smile.
2: Have we seen other people interacting at the ball? Yeah,
0: there are other people interacting, yeah.
2: When Tyler offered her hand at the at the bar with Laurence, yeah. it was then like offering a hand seemed like a, an unusual thing. So she's wondering if she's seen anyone here at the ball do it or if that's still considered weird.
0: The only people that you've seen like touch are the people that have been dragged out by people of the same colour. And Marc LeBlanc putting a hand right. on Jacques or Skyler.
1: And the people dancing?
0: They are uh, either of the same colour or they're, they're leaving space for Venta.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. So Tala will just do kind of a small kind of curtsy-ish thing mm-hmm. and kind he of nod.
0: Sort of nods his head to you too.
3: Yes, and uh, Hendricks will sort of smile and bow and say, Oh, only good things, I hope. What's... What have the people been telling you? Because he'd like to know what was being told about us.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> he says, "Oh, now it's not uh, the right time to discuss your own antics and activities. I'm just pleased that you are both good influences on my wonderful son."
3: Well, thank you very Thank you very much for, for having us. It's a real pleasure.
1: Father, as you can see, one of my companions is extremely fashionable. I feel that it would be best for our reputation, if uh, you could introduce us to some of your guests that you'd like to impress.
0: But of course, uh, and Jacques, my boy, uh, you are prepared to make your decision today.
3: I, Hendrix elbows you like, hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, do I have to?
0: My <laughs> oh boy, it is tradition that the youngest member of the family must marry into one of a different color. <laughs>
2: and time
0: is ticking. This is why the ball is here.
1: <laughs> Shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, let me let me reintroduce myself to everyone again and see if anyone stands out. You know, from the crowd.
0: A knowing smile creeps across Mark LeBlanc's face. Uh, and he says, uh, now, Jacques, you know, you can only say hello to everyone so many times before they say, oh, we have met again. You are fortunate that today it is the masquerade
1: moment. <laughs> yes, yes, father. I I know. It's just some of them are so dull. Come on, if you were in my situation, father, who would you pick?
0: I would have picked your mother.
1: Well, yes, Father, yes, I know, and you and mummy are very good together, but I'm, I'm wanting to strive to match the same perfection.
0: Oh, then you will, you will go with our choice. You would go with Perette.
1: Oh, which one was that again?
0: Perrette Lenoir. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, must I?
0: You asked for my preference.
1: Well, is, is it, is it because of the money or is it her demeanour?
0: You are a funny one, Jack. You are a funny one. <laughs> he smiles and uh, just sort of turns around and heads off. He sees some people. There's a, a like a, a larger-looking woman. She's wearing red and blue as well. He sort of turns to. He says, "Ah, oh, Luciana." Um, she, her mask has like a like a mountain lion. I, I've got cougar written here, but it's a mountain lion because you can't.
1: <laughs> Can't I'm saying that.
0: Um, and they they start talking they're both she's got a large glass of like a like a large a big glass of red I respect wine her. like no like a magnum glass size of red nice. wine this is like a vase yes. of red yes. wine <laughs> nice she welcomes him uh, they go to each other they don't touch
3: so I'm thinking that we need to maintain our ruse, but also can't go controlling this young man's actual life. You can't go picking a spouse for mm. Jacques LeBlanc because Jacques LeBlanc eventually, presuming he's not run away to get away from this marriage, which is starting to look like the case. It's starting um, to look that way, isn't it? it Shit. Aye, but but uh, Shit. He, he'll either he'll come home and find himself engaged to someone he didn't pick. Oh, that's his problem. Or he won't, <laughs> but then you're setting up some poor young lady for a horrible fall. Not to mention a social scandal
2: we also still don't know why skylar looks like jack
3: i mean yeah with, with there's a lot of big problems we don't know <laughs> But one thing at a time, you can't go pick in a bride today. You're going to hurt some
2: poor girl's heart.
1: I have to pick a bride today. No, Jacques LeBlanc has to pick a
2: bride. But You can bratty child your way out of it. You know, throw a tantrum. I... You don't have to do anything. They what if I like you? one of these girls? Tell them you're going to marry Tala. As <laughs> if
0: summoned by the conversation, you guys feel a presence like behind you and to the right after you've sort of moved into the room. Anyone that turns to look would see a very like a small woman just a short woman um she's got a mask that has like a turtle motif going on with it oh bless Ooh. um and she has got pink and blue in her dress sort of pink elements it's like a Ooh. um it sort of flares out at the waist that sort of energy she's got a got a denim blue jacket over over what is mm. basically a pink dress oh bold she says uh, um, monsieur le Long, uh, i hope you're well Obviously, I, I should not know it is you, and you should not know who I am, but we know who each other are.
1: Oh, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> she, she
0: blushes, and, and the colour of her blush like matches her dress at this point, point. Oh. and uh, there's like a giggle under there. She says, oh, you know who I am.
3: Uh,
2: oh. Uh, oh. Quick swoop, Tala swoop. <laughs> so Talas, like, I, she's just assuming that when she speaks, it's going to come out an elvish because she doesn't know how this weird thing works. That's fair. She's like, oh, bonjour. My name is Talassa."
0: Oh, but he's not very polite. She turns to you with a very different energy, Tala.
2: Yeah, we probably have to be
3: introduced. Yeah. Hendrix will send you a telepathic message. It'll be like, you've got to be introduced to people by someone who already knows the people. <laughs> or you're not allowed to speak to them.
2: Is it possible to read? Is it a, this is not how court is done thing? Or is it a, you are an attractive, interesting woman with the man that I like vibe?
0: Uh, roll me an insight check.
2: Ah, uh, could well be. Hendrix is blind to that but <laughs> <laughs> That is a 19 on an insight.
0: 19. Uh, you have just spoken out of turn. Okay. you got a purple band around your hand. And you just addressed someone who doesn't have a purple band around their hand.
1: Oh, excuse her. She is obviously... Not from here, <laughs> but may I please introduce uh, Mademoiselle LaRose. I'm going to take her guess. She
0: seems pleased <laughs> in, in you having said that.
1: Mademoiselle LaRose. And this is Talasa. And this is my new valet. Mr. Hendricks.
0: She smiles and uh, says, well, "But of course, how could I uh, not know that you are so well-known, the both of you so well-known, famous, famous, probably. Uh, she says, uh, well, my name is Marie Laros and she sort of turns to Skylar with a big Big, big smile says, uh, Jacques, would you like to dance with me?
1: Marie, do you have to ask? Yes. Surely it should be me asking you anyway.
0: Well, it is your party. I should ask you to dance if you are available for it. She smiles so sweetly. It's like a really saccharine smile.
1: I am indeed available. However, I don't. I think I've been away for a little while. I don't know all of the steps to this dance, but I hope I can rely on you and your elegant wisdom.
0: She laughs and says, "Oh, you have been hanging around with Philippe too much. You and your (laughs) hedonistic (laughs) act." And uh, says, I come, I will, I will lead You and your <laughs>
3: head on this
1: gigak. Who the hell is Philippe?
0: She starts to walk through the crowd and people part to make way for her, as people seem to do here. There's a lot of parting and making sure that there's space for people to pass through. Uh, do you follow Marie?
1: Yes, of course I do.
0: You guys going to follow Skylar?
3: Hendricks is going to turn to Tyler and he's going to give her a bit of a look of like, you know, he looks at Datsworth and then looks at her and gives her a look of like, do you want her? And then it's like, all sports uh
2: I could request a dance before the evening's out. Tala smiles at Hendrix. She is just gonna put a like. She's gonna glance towards the dance floor to see if there are any other servants dancing, especially with other servants. Ooh, a fair shout.
0: Roll me a perception check.
2: Oh fuck me, that's a ten. It's
0: a ten. Uh, you don't see any other servants dancing. She's
2: like, I get the impression that we might not be supposed to because of our <clears throat> status, and she like holds up her wrist, but she then also like smirks and goes but I'm foreign and I've already made a stir, so I don't mind having a dance. We don't know any better, do we? No, (laughs) exactly. And Tala like holds out her hand. I guess, you know how like you hold out and they kind of hover underneath, but you don't necessarily Mm. touch her? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah because we're not meant to, but also mm. we're from the same colour, so mm. Natal will just, like, hold out an, an arm.
3: Yeah, so <laughs> Hendrix will sort of hover, you know, hover contact, take your arm, and lead you to a dance floor. That's cute. It's very sweet. Cool. I like that. <laughs> I love, that. love it. I love it
1: so much. <laughs> and as
0: you guys move through the crowd, again, the crowd sort of moves around you, being very careful to not touch you. Everybody, roll me a history check.
2: I really thought you were going to say initiative. I don't Ooh. know why. Everyone
0: roll me a <laughs> History check. Skylar, you may do so at Advantage for reasons. So
1: that's a dirty 20. 16. (laughs) That's a 7.
0: Skylar, you go into this not quite sure what the dance is going to be. You try and sort of work it out from what people are doing. Tala, you don't recognise the music, if at all. Um, And then, Skylar, you do recognise the music. And Hendrix, you also recognise the music. Skylar, the song that begins playing sounds a lot like one that you knew in Oasis. What? And it was one of the songs that they would sing and chant and get very primal with um, before they' were going out on a on a hunt. What? But the arrangement of this one is much more somber. It's sort of more graceful.
3: Oh my goodness. That makes sense because it's like elven culture isn't it? So yes. it's
2: just you
0: Also, realize Skylar and Hendrix you realize this at the same time this is the song that the fish people were trying to play at the island
1: <gasps> oh, the party. what no. the fuck Ew. absolutely fucking not <laughs> so it is an elven traditional song
2: you
0: suspect so yes
1: so, so he hears that and looks to Tyler and he's like oh don't worry
2: lass I know this one (laughs) okay good because you're leading
1: (laughs) Skylar looks confused and then has a very vivid feeling that he's in a dream yeah that's Mm -hmm. fair Mm -hmm.
0: It's a fair feeling
1: Mm -hmm. he's like I'm here in a place that I don't know everyone is talking to me like they do know me there's a weird remix of a song that I know very vividly from my past Mm. like Mm. you're in a coma but sounds are leaking through Yeah, yeah This is a freaking dream. Especially (laughs) given the hundred years we just spent in dream jail. (laughs) And a little part of him is really disappointed that this is probably a dream. Oh, Oh, bless it. So
0: Marie turns to Jacques Leblanc and uh, she sort of does a curtsy. He bows. And she starts to dance and it's quite a delicate little dance, like a sort of a to and fro.
1: Very Pride and Prejudice Very, Very
0: Pride and Prejudice, yes. Um, But with that slight kind of undertone of just sort of being fun and kind of upbeat, but but very proper that is very much the energy that is there it's very saucy Mm. Tyler and Hendrix obviously you don't have that same sort of saucy vibe Um, and in fact neither of you really know the steps so you're just sort of dancing as best you can
3: can we roll performance to try and watch people around us and like scrape by
0: I was going to ask you to roll a performance check yeah Tyler and Hendrix you're looking to roll as close to each other as possible
2: oh Oh, Oh, that's cool I got a 17 I got a 9 90. Ooh, that's, that's pretty dang close. Yes, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. So and it's pretty high if too. If there's anything
0: more than a five difference between the two of you, you would have been dancing asynchronously and bumping into people and
3: <gasps> causing trouble. As is, we're looking pretty great. Well the two of you,
0: you rolled high and you rolled close, so you are quite in sync. You're able to get a dance going. It's kind of a facsimile of what's around you. You're kind of able to copy this sort of flirty but like with the two of you there's none of that energy it's just fun yeah yeah and it gets quite and and you do feel although the two of you might not necessarily understand the uh cultural context of the song necessarily you do feel it sort of gets your blood up and you feel infused and invigorated Sort of getting towards the end of it.
2: Yeah, it's having a good time. I yeah, like Tala's it. tattoos start to just glow a little bit.
0: Oh definitely.
2: Ah. Ah, nice. I like that we keep having these like performance checks times together, <laughs> Tala. Yeah. I would also say I imagine we've got like a cheat sheet, because we're telepathic, we can just be like, left foot? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh <Together>? yeah.
0: <laughs> Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Just side one, one, two, three. What? Two, three.
1: Quick, quick, weak. slow.
0: Quick, yeah.
3: quick, <laughs> slow. Yeah. No, 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 we're, we're going next. It's them now. <laughs> yeah. That's Definitely. really fun. I love that. <laughs> and,
0: you, know, the, the, you all dance really well, Skylar. I'm not going to make you roll a performance check because you know the steps.
1: What? I don't like that. It's
0: a bit more delicate than you're used to but this is pretty much how you guys dance around the fires getting ready what to go out the hunting hell? which i imagine for skylar <laughs> is very difficult mm-hmm. how are we feeling bud
1: again like i said he feels like this is a dream yes. uh he feels mildly triggered mm-hmm. but also very confident homesick but relieved that he's not Bear, mm. nostalgic, Oof. but lonely. Oof.
0: Skylar, can you please roll me a wisdom saving throw?
1: Oh no, uh, I got a 12.
0: While you're dancing with Murray, you keep seeing her mask. And it's got this turtle motif and it's sort of got a green hue to it. There's sort of bits uh. of real turtles shells uh-uh. uh-uh. sort of put on mm-mm, it. Mm-mm, and mm-mm. as you dart backwards and forwards in this sort of to and fro that's exchanged in this dance this exchange of energies that dance kind of is you find yourself getting up in your blood and you have these moments these these flashes of you being around this fire oh no with all of the other Yal worshipers oh. and you know there are these big guys with huge axes sort of around and they're dancing as well and everyone's dancing and there's these these, these women with huge bows that are almost as, as long as they are tall. They're, they're dancing and firing fire arrows into the sky. And then you're back in the room and you're dancing and it, you, you feel excited. You feel energized. Mm-hmm. And you start singing the words.
3: Oh no, and Skylar. And no one
0: else is singing the words because no one else here knows the words. You're doing it Quietly. You're doing it under your breath, but you have this rhythmic puffing yeah. and chanting that you're just sort of doing under your breath while you're doing this dance. Oh. No. You notice, Skylar, that Marie is like, there's her energy changes. Like she's kind of stopped having oh. so much of a fun time. As though you're getting a bit like, you're being a bit weird. Oh, no. But the song does come to an end.
1: Oh, you know, in all of my traveling around, you know, Globe trotting, as it were, they played this song in a Aborigine tribal context, deep in the wilds, and they had these lyrics that went along with it, and it really got your blood up, you know.
0: roll me a persuasion check at advantage, please.,
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: Cause she finds this enchanting.
1: <laughs> you turned it around. <laughs> yeah, I did. turned it around. Natural <laughs> twenty. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: turns to you, Skylar. After after you say that.
1: Oh, that is uh, that is wonderful. Oh,
0: it's it's how these cultures they change and and they can be the same, but they they interconnected. Is mm. uh, I would like a bit of a warning next time, though.
1: <laughs> it didn't even occur to me. You know, it was just as soon as i heard the music and i realized what it was i was just mm. i was back there you know in in the wilds i just remembered how it got my blood up you know but that's it's it just it just hit my testosterone wrong she starts <laughs> blushing
0: all. like a, like <laughs> she she stops re- repping pink and starts repping red with how deeply she blushes and she looks as though she's about to say something and then uh, someone calls to her from across the room He's wearing like a, a pink suit Mm-mm. and his, his mask has like not yarl-like antlers, but like cute deer antlers. Oh, Um he, he calls over to her, uh Marie, come, we must uh we must meet with the family. And she she says, Oh, I'm so sorry, Jacques. I, I must um you know how my father is I will be back though. I will I will see you soon.
1: Uh I'm going to say see you soon and I'm going to give her a wink.
0: She she giggles and just sort of runs off. Mm. As she runs off, it feels as though like it's almost like people are waiting in turn, like it's a cycle. As striding sort of almost in her spot, as you watch her run off towards this person wearing a deer mask, in strides someone with a silver mm-hmm and blue suit and the silver like embroidery in his in his blue suit looks like leopard spots (laughs) over the whole thing which matches his completely silver leopardine mask and he has in his hand a glass of some sort of like silvery kind of unctuous looking liquid and he sort of walks up and says Oh, Jacques, I see you've already found Marie today. And he sort of, he like coquettishly (laughs) drinks out of the glass.
3: This is Philippe.
1: This is Philippe. This is Philippe.
3: We're going to have to live and say, this is Philippe, but also you should marry him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He sort of um, turns so that if this leopard guy is facing one way, he's facing the other and kind of talking sideways over shoulder. Mm -hmm. And who is this who comes over so accusatory?
0: Oh, come, come, Jacques. Where is, uh, where is your sense of humor and adventure, huh? In fact, Tyler and Hendrix probably see it, but he like, again, like every time he sips out of his glass, there's just like a weird, like he's in on a joke.
1: <laughs> My dear friend, I am merely buying into the spirit of the thing. Oh, I
0: see. You do not know me and I do not know you. Huh? Mm, exactly. Uh, well, Monsieur Leblanc, you may call me Philippe.
1: Ah, Philippe. A dangerous name, I hear.
0: Only by those who do not know how to have fun, huh? Eh? <laughs> Hendrix and Tyler, the song finishes and you see uh, Marie get called away from Skylar as he's approached by a tall, quite sort of slender-looking person in a, in a very cool suit.
3: Hendrix is just like, looks at home, he's like, What's the button Skylar forgets? why we're here and starts deciding who he's gonna marry <laughs>
2: yeah I, I think that's pretty high
3: like 200% I
1: think I think
3: Skylar has forgotten everything apart from his new dating game <laughs>
2: is it weird that orange is
3: the only colour not here seemingly I, I'm, I'm baffled by your ability to stay focused on the
2: big questions <laughs> I'm glad one of <laughs> <been>. <laughs> Tal has had <sighs> years of training
0: that's
3: true honestly right now I'm just looking at Skylar and Philippe and thinking we may have lost Skylar to that random (laughs) handsome man.
0: (laughs) Hendrix, can you roll me a perception check, please? Just as you sort of do a cursory glance, when when Tala mentions looking for someone in orange, as your eyes sort of like, oh, shit, yeah, I should be looking for that.
3: Oh, that's uh, 18.
0: (laughs) Hendrix, you cast your eyes around. You see a lot of red. You see a lot of yellow. You do not see any orange.
3: Uh, There's no orange people here. Weird.
2: Tala is also keeping an eye out. She's curious to see... If anybody here has any masks resembling any kind of secret uh
0: you may roll me a perception check as well.
2: That's big roll. That's 24 on a perception.
0: Oh, Tala, you've like during the dance and since you've got here, you've been looking for people wearing specifically like ocean-y masks. Mm-hmm. You see that there is someone wearing like black and blue that seems to have a mask of like a, sh- like, a like a shrimp or a prawn. Um you see someone wearing green whose mask has like a heavy whale motif like it sort of looks a bit like a whale from the side and has whale tails sort of as, as the accents around the side of it mm-hmm. you also see someone else in green who seems to have a shark mask and this one's very cool it's like the open mouth of a shark like the teeth Ooh. are lining the outside of it and their eyes are in the middle nice there's someone in purple who has got uh, like an octopus sort of appearance about them you see someone in red who has a squid motif in their mask um there is someone in yellow who has somehow managed to get like a crab mask and it looks like a crab from above oh yeah
2: the round yeah
0: it's just like it's basically just a round crab shell but the legs sort of come out around it and the claws dangle down on like silver chains
1: oh cute and
0: you see someone who's got like you can't quite tell if it's like a squid or an octopus and then you realise it's like clearly they've described a cuttlefish to someone, uh-huh. but that someone has never seen a cuttlefish before. What colour are they? Uh, they are pink, but there sort of has a pearlescence to it, like as a nod to the fact that cuttlefish's colours can change. Uh, you also see someone who has like a mask that's made of, looks like two starfishes that overlap and, like their eyes are in the middle of it. Aww. You see two more. One is another purple one that seems to have a jellyfish motif. There's, like, a jellyfish over each eye. And then they've got these strands mm-hmm. of, like, some sort of purple material that hang down. And one person, Red, who uh, has a very unfortunate, uh, like, sea cucumber. Mm. It looks as though they asked for, like, the most unusual mask they could think of. And then we're given a sea cucumber because, like, no one wants a sea cucumber as a mask.
2: Sure. Well, it's kids. Tal- Tyler's gotten the gist that these masks are kind of a reflection of the person and what they're like. Can you give me a a more detailed description about the octopus? Purple person with the octopus, what are they like?
0: They are a tall man, very tall man, um, and you realise that they are in fact wearing uh, eight inch heels. Mm. Being very loud, very exuberant, seems to be making everything about him Um, his clothes are sort of like these long purple robes, like a king, like king robes. Does that make sense? Mm. And and everything he does has just this huge gesture about him. Everything he does and says is sort of like, I am here. Come to me. Talk to me. Mm -hmm. That's the energy. Mm. And what
2: about the squid person? Squid
0: person? They seem to be a little bit sad. And she's sort of arm in arm with uh, someone who's got a big elephant mask. And he, again, is sort of, it's almost like he's competing mm. against this person in purple for, like, trying to get attention in a part of the room. Mm. I, I don't really want to say too much. She's got the same look in her eyes that Prince Marcus had once he married Lady Welland. Oh, no. That sort no. of sense of, this is what I once had but no longer have.
2: Oh, oh no.
0: Back to Hendrix.
3: Can I, I would like to roll an insight on Skylar. Yes. 16. I got a plus
1: zero.
0: Um, Skylar, roll me a deception check, please. 22. 22. Uh, Hendrix, Skylar seems like he's in a pretty good mood.
1: Ask, ask your question. He's
3: trying to gauge how much you have or haven't remembered that you're not here to flirt with Philippe.
1: I mean, it's impossible to tell.
0: Based on that insight versus that deception,
1: <laughs> Skylar
0: seems as though he's getting interesting and useful information.
3: So he's like, oh, good for Skylar, good for Skylar, keeping his head mm. on his shoulders. I like that. Right, good.
0: So, Philippe has come up to Jacques Leblanc and is uh, seems to be trying to convince you to go off with him and, and, and have a bit of, bit of extra fun party where all the cool kids are.
1: Oh, well, now, don't you know I'm meant to be being very well behaved? Uh, I'm really, I should not be socializing with the likes of you.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Come, come, Jacques. Our fathers have spoken. I'm on your list, aren't I? He
1: occasionally drinks out of his glass again. Father didn't (laughs) tell me that.
0: Jacques, you wound me like this. You approved the list yourself.
1: Clearly they snuck on some riffraff at the end. (laughs) (laughs) As you
0: say this. A very tall, uh, very strong-looking elf walks over. Um, she's wearing like a, a golden ball gown, but has a mask. Oh, wow. Has a mask that's kind of like it's beaked.
1: Oh, cool! But
0: has flecks of pink across it. It's a big flamingo mask.
1: Ah, oh, love it! As
0: she walks over and says, "Monsieur Leblanc, I see you are speaking with uh, the the rat." <laughs> and there's like a terse energy between this silver person and this gold person.
1: (laughs) Clearly, I am a magnet for it today. (laughs) Skylar,
0: you still have this high energy from the song. Mm -hmm. And while these two exchange this uh, terse sort of conversation that's just done by posturing and placement around you, you feel the tension in the air. Mm -hmm. And you flash back in to being in oasis and you see the grung sat on his toadstool and he just turns to you and says now Skylar you can run but you can't hide
1: i knew it was a dream and then
0: you find yourself back in the ballroom with all of these people around you dancing as though a dance has started without your knowing Hendrix and Tala, you can see Skylar stood there and you watch him stand there as this song starts. Mm -hmm. Both of you roll me a perception check. Come
3: on, guys. I got a six. I'm so sorry. I got another 24.
0: Tala, as you stop and watch Skylar freeze from like he was flirting and then he just stopped, Mm. you notice that the dancers around him are incorporating his stillness perfectly and you remember once upon a time seeing the inside of a pocket watch and the intricacies of the dancing and the movement perfectly mimics that and then you all hear a clock chime begin no 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 and no, no the first bell hits and that is when the screaming begins oh ah! Outside the tower.
2: Shitting shit, shitting shit. And that's when
0: we're gonna leave it this week.
1: Ah, oh god! No, oh god. Philippe! <laughs> I'll die for him!
0: What will the guests' reactions be to the screaming? Who else is on Jacques Leblanc's to date list? And just where is Laurange? Well, you'll have to find out next time on Dice and a Slice.
1: Send it to career counselling. I thought you were
0: were going to say send it to (laughs) career.
1: Send it to (laughs) career. That's a normal
3: stage in every parent's life.